0: Let's do it. Let's do this thing. Um, what's going on? Uh,
1: so, uh, we have a we have a roommate now. Uh, okay. Marianne's dad had mm-hmm. a heart scare thing. Okay, and so now he's staying with us for a bit till he can get the fuck out of there.
0: So that sucks. I'm sorry. But yeah. from a roommate perspective, yeah. that's a way better story than I was thought it was going to be. I <laughs> thought you were going to be like, so I bought a house,
2: mm-hmm.
0: I a, my girlfriend moved in, mm-hmm. and now her college roommate <laughs> that moved from North Carolina lives with us and doesn't have a job and sleeps on my couch and is never going to get off my couch. Mm. I have, I just
1: assumed you thought that I was going to say we got a new cat.
0: Oh, no uh i'm in a person when we uh, <laughs> he's doing okay obviously if he's home or yeah. home-ish
1: yeah uh so this is why like this is why marianne is in uh town and not like in a better place like california where she was born so in <laughs> traditionally
0: a better place means heaven by the way <laughs> just so you know that phrasing was awkward well, heaven isn't real so <laughs> there you go uh so back in
1: 2012 uh he,
0: she's in a better place.
1: <laughs> no no no! just say uh, like san francisco <laughs> what do you think
0: yes that's what needs to start happening like yeah when my wa- my wife will go uh routine not routinely a couple times a year she'll like go visit family a couple states away will mm-hmm. be like my wife's in a better place and they're like oh my god i had no idea like it's pennsylvania yeah it's delightful
1: <laughs> uh so she moved back here in 2012 to take
0: care of her dad that's got to be a dr nick joke right probably like I dr mean, nick we, we're yeah. stealing that from dr nick for what
1: sure. flammable and inflammable mean the same thing
0: that's the link you changed
1: that dr nick link
0: to that video
1: mm-hmm. that i just quoted oh, okay. is the link that you changed <laughs> that i had to change back in our show notes from like 50 fucking episodes ago at least you've let it go yeah hey if you can bring up shit from like episode two (laughs) then i'm gonna i'm gonna bring up shit um so yeah so in 2012 he had uh uh heart thing and apparently his heart was going to 300 beats per minute which is like really fucking a lot like it usually doesn't go from like 300 and then down it usually goes like from 300 to zero like it hits three hundred and then just is done. Yeah, I would yeah. Uh but luckily it wasn't. Uh this time it did it didn't get nearly that bad. Um But yeah, so uh he- here's his prognosis. They put him on medicine to train his heart to prepare it for like a month from now when they're gonna shock the shit out of it. Uh, because it needs to go back into its
0: regular. Is that eurythmia? Rhythm. eurythmia? Is that right? Arrhythmia. He has uh, AFib. Okay. Yeah. But isn't arrhythmia when it's not ins- when it's Probably, not beating properly? It's in an I, afib think I think that's ins- the. I think that's the device that does it. But arrhythmia is when it's not beating.
1: No AFib. AFib is his heart is in AFib.
0: So what I thought that was what the, what the device was called. That's a defibrillator. Defib. Defib.
1: Yeah, this is a
0: defibrillator. defibrillator. Which is the opposite. Got yeah. it. That makes sense. Yeah. Inflammable. <laughs> so by that definition,
1: does uh, is fib like the good thing? hmm And so it's a-fib, it's not the, th- the good thing? Yeah,
0: well, that's why recharge is positive and discharge mm-hmm. is bad. I don't know. Yeah, discharge is always a bad word. <laughs> recharge is a good word. Sure.
1: Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So that was, uh, that was my week. Literally, uh, we recorded. So it is Tuesday now. We recorded last Monday. I went home, uh, got an hour of sleep, and then was woken up. And uh, we've been dealing with this ever since. Buddy's home
0: now, and he's good good did he get like a uh, major life-changing uh things like hey turns out smoking is bad red meat is bad did he get that prescription
1: uh he's like i said this happened in 2012 in a much worse uh way he's also diabetic and he most he like he mostly eats like he's not those things mm. so now it's like you need to eat like you are those things mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, so the, like that's probably going to be a positive is that since he's in the house and house he, you say? Are we just gonna go right into it? Now? I wish we were. Like, it's I like, feel like, like we have a Peewee's Playhouse. You said the secret <laughs> word. Ah!
0: <laughs> Cherries going fucking nuts. Right after my mom died, uh, the Halloween like Phil after Hartman from Pee Wee's Playhouse. Uh, after the ho- the Halloween after my mom died, I really wanted to be Cherry with her electric uh, <laughs> her electric chair. <laughs> I thought that would have been awesome, and that meant I could have sit while we trick or treated.
1: Uh, so, all right, let's just go. Let's take this tangent a little bit. <laughs> Pee Wee's Playhouse, I loved as a kid, mm-hmm. uh, and that's where I learned to make ice cream soup. Which is you just take vanilla ice cream and you just load it down with chocolate syrup and you just like stir the shit out of it until it's basically chocolate soft
0: serve. Sure. And it's delicious and it's great. It is. I didn't know that that was chocolate soup. I've made that. Ice cream soup. Ice cream soup. Sorry.
1: So I was like, I'm going to go on a journey and I'm going to watch every episode of pee Wee's Playhouse until I find out when they teach you to to, uh, do ice cream soup. When was this? five minutes into the first episode
0: <laughs> no no no. i meant when did you make this journey when did you decide to do I, I don't this a couple years ago okay so in yeah. your 30s yeah okay just check that's what i'm trying to figure yeah, out because it's like
1: oh yeah it's on netflix now mm-hmm. so i'm gonna i'm gonna figure yeah it out. my kids
0: have gone through streaks where they watch it yeah
1: yeah i'm gonna find out when i'm gonna like and on the way like i'll have all these nacelle trips nope it was like you immediately learn how to make ice cream <laughs> soup i'm like
0: all right this journey's over cool <laughs> <laughs> it's simultaneously a little disappointing and like uh uh it was it was worth it and and you got everything you wanted out of your right. trip but it was it, just it was not like what I you set expected. a goal
1: yes and i accomplished it yep
0: <laughs> that's very satisfactory uh did you ever watch his new movie the new Pee Wee movie no i did not, i, I
1: want to go back and watch like the uh other ones because i haven't seen them the new since, one like, really is great yeah. it really is good
0: i've heard yeah it's awesome um i'm sorry so he, he you had left it you said the word house and that distracted us yes. So he's in the house
1: uh i don't remember where the story was going oh yes it's gonna wind up being probably being a good thing because now that he's in the house and he also is one of those he's one of those people much like myself and marianne who it's like if it's around and i'm not supposed to eat it but i won and i'm gonna eat it anyway so, we just have to like get everything out of there that's not good for us and only eat stuff that is good for us mm-hmm. and by that, we mean like low fat low sodium like stuff that he can eat, and we're just gonna eat it also so yeah, hopefully this will this will be good for all of us We'll all lose some weight. care hurt he can get back on his feet and like you know back in his own damn
0: house <laughs> uh i uh. So more importantly, is he going to be able to take care of your lawn in the spring? Because he was your lawn guy, right?
1: Yeah, he's got a riding lawnmower. He'll be. Fine. Oh, okay,
0: good. Yeah, good. As long, yeah. as long as he can take care of that, yeah, then we're good. Mm-hmm. Um, I realized that I omitted something a couple episodes ago that was very important. Oh, okay. Very important. Were you,
1: Russ reveals.
0: Uh, is this going to be
1: another episode of Russ reveals. Uh, I don't know. I what, love coming up with the names of your segments. That I don't really segments. know what Russ reveals
0: is, but I do have uh, an idea for a segment. Is it better d- than
1: novel ideas?
0: Uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, so I have. <laughs> You're not going to reveal what it is? Or you just Well, gonna- not yet. I got this thing first, and then okay. I'll, and then we'll do, do the other thing, which okay. was going to be the interstitial. But if you want to do it now, we can do it now.
1: No, we can do it in the interstitial. It can be. It's, uh, it's a tease. It's a tease for later.
0: Okay. So uh, ice cream man. Yes. I skipped over there is a moment when he kills someone and then blood shoots in his face
2: mm-hmm.
0: and the blood goes straight in Clint Howard's eye. Hmm. Like you watch him blink awkwardly. So I went down frame by frame and I got the frame when you can totally see all of the fake blood right in Clint fucking <laughs> Howard's eyeball. And it's so disturbing. Like, you know, it's just corn syrup. Right. <laughs> but at the same time, and then like the next frame, he blinks like he's trying to open his eye, but you can't physically do it. hmm. That's all, okay. I felt like I I really worked hard to not bring that up.
1: That's like every other porn I've ever seen.
0: <laughs> God, I just went to it's a dark right in place. The eye. Dark place. It's not that dark
1: of a place, really. It's know. porn. It's fun.
0: Uh, I don't know. P- porn kind of makes me feel guilty. Really? Yeah. Not from a. Not from like a a, a, a sexual masturbatory hell Mm -hmm. way but from like a I need this woman to explain her life story to me okay before I can watch this without any guilt
1: yeah I don't know in like you know there's a lot of semi-professional porn and obviously women get taken advantage of a lot but you know there aren't male porn stars there are guys who are in a lot of porn and some you know maybe a couple of them have by household, I mean the type of household that's, like, you don't want to walk into. Household names. Sure. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, yeah, like, women rule the industry. There are more women porn directors than men. And I like, think
0: it's that middle ground that it gets uncomfortable for me. Like, sure. I feel like the real big professional ones are yeah. big and professional, and they are getting compensated, and that's a decision.
1: It's not like I'm watching the film from 8mm or something.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I am. Maybe that's the problem.
1: <laughs> yeah. If you are, you might need to check yourself <laughs> before you riggedy
0: rick yourself. Uh and then the other one would be just like uh uh just two people. But then even then I don't feel great about it. like it might be they might be fine with it while it's being filmed or whatever, mm-hmm. but not fine that the fact that it's online for somebody.
1: Are you talking, like, revenge porn? Like, we're going to have fun and film ourselves, and then we break up, and dude's an asshole and post it online. Yeah,
0: but that's the thing, is you don't know when it's revenge porn, because it's not revenge porn when you're watching it. Or, I mean, when it's being made.
1: Sure, you know it's it's not revenge porn when it's like, I'm here to fix your pipes. Oh, I can't pay. Let me just get that out there.
0: Yeah, but that's, I still think, higher quality than what I'm describing. Mm. So... Yeah, that's where I'm saying I'm, I am I want, I should only, I don't know what I'm saying. Let's move on. I feel
1: like there are like revenge porn sites out there that are just like, revenge porn has become a genre that there are videos of quote unquote revenge porn that aren't actually revenge porn. It's like, we're going to film this professionally and say that it's revenge porn. For sure.
0: It's got to be true.
1: So yeah, totally you could be seeing it not saying that it's not out there yeah but i feel like even it's probably at this point like a 50 50 chance of anything titled something similar to that you know unless it's like something like a neighbor shows you or something
0: <laughs> moving on uh house house this was the biggest self build-up that, that, that has taken this, place this is the-
1: two years in the making This yeah. this literally predates the podcast <laughs> of me going They made a movie called House? (laughs) Wait, they made multiple? They made like two or three of these things. That's crazy. Yeah, they made six. They made six fucking movies called House?
0: Yeah. Uh, Give us a synopsis of House.
1: Uh, House is the movie of a house.
0: (laughs) But it's not really. (laughs) It's like it's literally (laughs) about that house. Okay, sure. It's not, though. But the end end isn't. (laughs) It's not about the house. It is about the
2: house. It's
1: not really. It's a movie about a house. And a guy. (laughs) Except it's not. And Vietnam somehow. (laughs) But not until the last 15 minutes. But all throughout. (laughs) But But also not until the last 15 minutes. We don't have a villain until the last 15 minutes. (laughs) The villain is the house until then. The house ain't their kid, man. (laughs) Which, okay, can we just talk about that? Like, fucking, this movie just like, it's like hey it's present time and then cut to something weird you don't know if it's a dream sequence or what and then it's like oh that was a vital memory that like is important to the plot that we just dropped in here without any sort of like warning (laughs) or anything (laughs) nothing to lead you to know hey this is an important memory Mm -hmm. not just something else weird that we're doing in this weird movie
0: uh, okay, so you said it's about a house. That's as far as you got with the synopsis. That is the synopsis. Okay. It's a movie about a house. Overall thoughts? Um, huh. Uh, it's a movie about a house.
1: Um, uh, yeah.
0: I didn't know what to expect. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Was it everything you expected?
1: <laughs> sure. <laughs> it's so weird. Like, it was, it's like... Okay. I've seen a third of... There's only six, right? Six. So I've seen a third of these movies. Okay. So let me talk in depth about the franchise as a whole. Okay. (laughs) I feel like it starts as a horror movie with a little bit of camp. Mm Mm-hmm. And then immediately abandons that premise. (laughs) So the first one is basically a horror movie with a little bit of camp. Okay okay uh dive in also i'm gonna make this statement right now as far as i know every one of these movies includes a members a member of cheers of, of cheers <laughs> a cast member of cheers That's amazing. It's amazing like i'm expecting rhea perlman to show up or something uh
0: so we, we start off uh with a character delivering groceries
2: mm-hmm.
0: and he identifies himself as grocery boy he doesn't even say the grocery boy he says he's like doing some casual b and e right because he's like knocking on the door to get sure. into this house yeah. and he's like uh so and so so and so it's grocery boy it's not the grocery boy mm-hmm. it's not the boy delivering groceries yeah
1: well this is it's, a, a, it's an adam sandler character you know oh yeah oh I I i'm opera that. man <laughs>
0: It is. I legitimately feel like he's identifying himself as capital G grocery, <laughs> capital B boy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like he's going to r- rip off his shirt and it's going to just GB. It's uh, so, like, oh, you a Packers fan? Like, no, it's, it's grocery boy. Damn it. So he goes ahead and, and, and goes into this woman's house uh, and looks like, in half the house for her mm-hmm. uh, and decides wait a minute this is cool I'll just get paid for this next week like yeah I don't know if he has the authority to do this like his like, right obviously.
1: Now, I mean she's an old lady so we can, assume, we can assume this probably isn't the first yeah. time she's gotten groceries I mean, delivered to her home. she should call
0: him Jimmy then not grocery <laughs> boy well that's their fun the fun thing they
1: have <laughs> he's grocery boy and she's old hag. <laughs> So he's like, I know, I'm going to, like, look in the bedroom for her. (laughs) I'm going to go, because I'm grocery boy. This is
0: starting off like one of your movies you were just talking about. Mm -hmm.
1: Here's your pizza, Mm. (laughs) ma'am.
0: And he walks in and finds that she has hung herself and somehow is still swinging back and forth. mm Mm-hmm. I don't understand fresh. the physics beside, behind that.
1: Uh, You know, there was a stiff breeze coming in from the okay. open window. Okay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> She's still swinging somehow. That yeah. doesn't seem right to me.
1: Well, you know, the thing came out of the closet and batted her around for a bit like a cat toy. Mm-hmm.
0: Makes sense, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so she hung herself. And then we cut to the future.
1: Yeah. Immediately cut to the future of her funeral. <laughs>
0: Uh and we are introduced to Walter Cobb, William Cat. Yeah.
1: First off, the guy just runs away, gets on his scooter and fucking scoots. Yeah. So like he probably didn't call for help. <laughs> Someone like George Went probably found her eventually. Oh yeah, because yeah,
0: yeah she heard mail is collecting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah and the cat had eaten her toes off and stuff to, <laughs> to nourish itself.
1: <laughs> Which by the way, George Went's a bad fucking neighbor, right? He barges in. He like lets his dog shit in your yard. Yeah. Like what the fuck, George? Went? Come yes. on. He, you hosted the Twilight Zone. You're better than this. He, he's
0: not a good neighbor. No.
1: Uh, he's delightful. State Farm. He's
0: delightful in this movie, and yeah, delightful he's in general. Yeah. <laughs> but it's
1: the best part of this movie. But
0: he's not a good actor, yeah. or not a good neighbor. Good actor, not a good neighbor. Yeah. Uh, so Walter Cobb, we see him, and is an apartment, right? Mm-hmm. And it's very much like a. They establish very quickly. I've gotten uh, divorced from my wife or I'm not with her anymore. Yeah.
1: Well, first we, we see him at the book tour and like we have to establish that he's an author. Yes. And we also have to, we also have to establish that he has an ex-wife who's an actress. <clears throat> and we also have to establish that he's writing a book about Vietnam. And we also have to establish that he needs this book out now because he needs some money. And we also need to establish about 20 other things. So we're just going to exposition the fuck out of this
0: they get it done yeah they don't waste any time
1: yeah house two does it better <laughs> when we get there okay you will know
0: uh so he gets home and he puts a banquet microwaveable meal in for 30 minutes i think
1: that's just how they used to be is that real i think so
0: 30 minutes i don't
1: think microwaves were as powerful back then okay it's 1988 right or no like 80 fucking 85 or sure. some shit yeah, uh, the whole time I'm just thinking like, it's weird. Like, cause he puts he he gets out a frozen meal, pops it in the microwave, and then he gets sits down on his computer and starts doing stuff. And I'm like, this is 30 years ago. It's like these are all the things you'd be doing now, but like way fucking better and faster.
0: I, to be fair, I'm re- pretty sure the banquet meals have not changed. <laughs> it's just the length of time. You're required. supposed to take
1: the cardboard off now. <laughs>
0: uh so he sits down at his computer as you talked about right Mm -hmm. that computer setup was not ergonomic no
1: like yeah they haven't learned
0: yet he's he they haven't learned what comfort is no so he had like an end table with a computer set on it yeah
1: it's like a coffee table but like two feet too low
0: yes and he's (laughs) sitting hunch over he's sitting in like a smoking chair basically leaning over to type at this computer Mm -hmm. this was the worst set design ever. Like, it was seriously like, oh, shit. Like, this is telling you everything you need to know about character. It's, it's, there's no middle ground. It's one of those two. But I'm like, (laughs) it's absurd, the layout of this house. Like, he'd be better off sitting it on the kitchen counter and standing. Like, oh. These are the only two rooms we see of this apartment.
1: So, like, they just had to move everyone, like, whoever actually lived there, all their shit out and put it all into these Into this room.
0: Yep. Uh, So he gets the phone call that his aunt died, that we met at the beginning. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then he immediately packs every item of corduroy in his wardrobe. First,
1: first, he gets a call from What's-Her-Face, his ex, at an award show. Mm -hmm. And he has to pretend that he's having a raucous party. Oh,
0: yeah, he is. (laughs) He, uh, so he blasts the music and he's like, Oh, oh, yeah, I'll be right over. Sorry, the guys, we're playing some poker. We're having so much fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't My mind life's me. life's
1: awesome without you, <laughs> bitch. Uh, that was the subtext of it. The and
0: scene. then, uh, and then he packs a boatload of corduroy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I went through a phase where I wore a lot of corduroy, it was so comfortable.
1: I mean, I, it's cord, corduroys is jeans, right? I wear jeans.
0: I don't think so. I guess that's denim. Like stri- What's the
1: difference between denim and
0: corduroy? Uh, so I don't know the uh, fabric makeup, but corduroy is like, uh, feels like if you took uh, khaki and like striated it. So it's all, everything is got striations.
1: So it's like khaki but less comfortable?
0: Uh, no, I feel like it's comfortable.
1: Wait, oh, so it, like, feels like like an old, like, 70s couch?
0: Yeah, like it's oh, got the lines in there. I,
1: yeah, I fucking, yeah, like, Oshkosh Pagosh. Man, I wore that Yeah, shit. sure, yeah, 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 yeah.
0: The So, the only problem that I had with cords is because, as a fat guy, my thighs touch, so... You have two striations rubbing against each other. Mm-hmm. So you'd walk and be like, whoosh, 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 until they wore down. And then it was just fabric. Mm-hmm. And then it was just smooth. But then you'd look at it and you would see like where my wear lines were on my thighs.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's true. Yep. If I wear too thin a jeans, yeah. <laughs> those suckers are getting worn out very quickly. Uh, so he, uh, he goes to the house he and goes there's to the a up. realtor there yes or like the the executor or whatever and he's like yeah we're cleaning it up we just put the for sale sign out uh here's a big fish that your uncle caught uh hey let's go into this, this back room here uh where I'm going to play with uh this harpoon gun and nearly <laughs> murdered you
0: and then giggle about it. Yes. Uh, to be fair, I don't know what the appropriate, like, because if you're so just to. T- Here's what's appropriate. Holy shit. I almost murdered you in the face. Yeah, but you. He, I'm so sorry. But you don't want to draw any more attention to it. You don't want to make it that no, much you bigger you draw of a all deal. the attention to it. Like, <laughs> you saw that shit, right? That shit was crazy. That's on me. My bad. But you still want to try to sell this house for him.
1: You're, you're already so, executive. It's not like he's he's not like a realtor. He's like
0: the executive. Uh, that's true. That's true. Uh but yeah, it's very casual near fatality. Yes. Like very casual. <laughs> uh this whole time, Walter. I'm dying right Walter now. Cobb. Uh so there's a big uh, you've seen the movie Sinister with the starring Ethan Hawk.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh so he like Wears like a woman's sweater the whole time during the movie. I don't know if you remember that little detail. Uh, But I think that that was an homage to this movie because that looks like how William Cat is dressed right now. Fuck
1: is that sweater? It's the
0: sweater from Sinister, dude.
1: But but it's like the viest of v necks (laughs) goes down to his belly button, and he's not wearing a shirt underneath it. Also, this time he's like having flashbacks to his aunt, Mm -hmm. and I was like, I fucking know her. What do I know her from? I know her from one episode of the show quantum leap and that's it like at first i thought was that miss daisy it's not miss daisy that is the miss daisy like character from one episode of quantum leap uh that
0: is great and i love the show quantum leap uh i remember having fond memories of that uh i think it was like one of my shows my parents used to watch and enjoy and i was like a little too young to get it but it wasn't not appropriate Mm -hmm. so i want to try it again
1: it's good one time he is a retarded person and it's weird but they do an okay job as far as you can in the 80s 90s uh, it's... <laughs> like i'm
0: glad i've not seen this so i can't comment
1: <laughs> it's not like it's not as offensive as you think it might be
0: oh okay uh, is this offensive? So somebody at work two or three years ago, mm-hmm. uh, said the word retarded. And I told them I was upset by that and told them that I had a brother with down syndrome. I don't have a brother with down syndrome and I've kept that charade up for three years. <laughs> that's not a joke. <laughs> so
1: for three <laughs> So that's like, so you have an interaction with the person. Mm hmm. And I'm guessing you were just like, I I hope they get fired very quickly, uh, because now you have to interact with them like pretty much on the daily.
0: No, no, no. The, this was 100% me trying to make that person feel like shit. Sure, yes. And now I make a point of reminding them when they say anything remotely or anybody says anything like that, I'm like, well, at least you're not this guy, because he talks about my brother. <laughs> And talk shit about him all the time. And he, he obviously doesn't. Uh so this so you
1: you have you are you have work russ. Work Russ has a brother. Yes. <laughs> yes. So you keep it up not just with him, but with everybody.
0: No, a good portion of everybody else knows that it's not true that it's just for his benefit. Okay. Uh yeah. I
1: Pretty, like I like that work russ has like an alternate history.
0: <laughs> it's for at least for that person, yes. I do. Um, About now, we get George Went to show up, so he's the neighbor. Mm -hmm. Um, I think he's with his dog at this point. Is that how we meet him originally?
1: Uh, He just comes out and is like, okay. So he comes out and he's (laughs) like, hey, uh, did you just move in? And he's like, yeah. And then he talks shit about the lady.
0: Like at length, like a solid 30-second monologue.
1: And then he's like, yeah, she was my aunt. And he was
0: like, yeah, she's good people. (laughs) She's a heart of gold, though. He's like, I'm glad we got rid of that cantankerous old hag. She was a writhe on humanity, blah, blah, blah. Heart of gold, though. Sweet (laughs) Sweetest gal.
1: (laughs) So then he's like, wait a minute, Roger. You're not Roger Bloom, are you? And he's like, that's me. Roger Cobb. Roger Cobb, whatever. I don't remember his fucking name. And he's like, you're Roger Cobb? Like, the author? And he's like, yeah, that's me. And then he's like, I love your stuff. Here, let me pull out my copy of your book I have
0: in my back pocket. That he's keeping on him. pieces. He's keeping it on him at all times. (laughs) Was it a coincidence? Or does he just always have a copy of that book?
1: And then what I feel is probably the best moment of this movie, he's like, hey, can you sign this? And Roger's like, sure. Do you have a pen? And then like, George Wendt's face goes from like, oh, I'm getting to meet like my hero to i don't have a pen this is the worst moment of my life and you know he's a really great actor because you could see it all in his face yes that's my favorite moment of this movie
0: uh it is great and roger cobb is like uh they have a back and forth again where he's George went is like I want to suck your dick and follow you around everywhere you go from now to eternity and
1: he's like I'm a writer solitude solitude
0: solitude leave me alone we'll do this later solitude leave me alone George went uh and it's great because immediately you get a degree of uh simultaneous uh levity but also respectability in the form of having George went His weight as an actor Mm -hmm. uh, is nice for the movie right now.
1: So speaking of sitcom actors, we flash to Vietnam, and who's fucking there? Fucking Bull from Night Court, from
0: Dungeon Master.
1: Yeah, Dungeon Master. Not that movie. The other, the other
0: movie. Dungeon Master. Yeah.
1: The other post giant poster on your wall that you probably paid way too much money for. Yeah. (laughs) Fucking
0: bull. So in these flashbacks, basically, we have, there's a handful of them. Mm -hmm. The ultimate story ends up being that Roger Cobb was in Vietnam.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, Their platoon was attacked. Bull from Night Court was injured. Mm -hmm. and asked Mortally wounded. Mortally wounded and wanted him to kill him. And he was like, I can't do it, bro. Just can't do it. Yeah. And he leaves him to be captured.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm gonna go get the medic. Yeah, he does probably the right thing, but in, like, it obviously not.
0: Him, it leaves him guilty. It does leave him feeling guilty. Um, but but because he's literally running away and he's screaming, "You should feel guilty! <laughs> yes. You should feel <laughs> guilty!" <laughs> it's hard to to like say like I did the right thing when you're being told <laughs> you're doing in his the dying wrong breath thing. in his dying breath that you're doing the wrong thing. Um, right about now, I think we get our first instance of something supernatural happening. Right. We get a big fucking awesome looking rubber cr- monster coming out of a closet.
1: Yeah. Right before that, he checks on the closet and is like, I- I'm not going to look in the closet. That's silly. I'm an adult. And then you see the shadow of the boom mic cross the wall. <laughs> and I was like, Yes. <laughs> was just going to compliment this movie on the lighting and then there it is it bit you in the ass you have dramatic lighting but you don't know what you're doing
0: there it is nice uh this was from the same director as Monster Squad
1: okay mm-hmm. i thought you were going to say monster in the closet cuz nope. that's what it ha- that's
0: what it is monster squad so we get an awesome monster coming out of the closet and Roger Cobb is like this house is kind of fucked up now
1: yeah scratches a shit out of his chest
0: Yes, Um, he can't wear
1: the sweater anymore because he's got scratch marks.
0: Yes, Uh, George Went ends up coming over, right? Doesn't he like invite himself over for dinner, basically? Yeah. About now he invites himself over for dinner and there's this awesome scene where George went is like, I'm surprised you're doing okay. Cause your aunt just died. Your wife left you, your child. We forgot to mention that the child uh, disappeared, right? Yeah, you said the house memory. ate him, uh, your house ate him. You can't write any fucking books. You're kind of ugly. And he just goes through this huge fucking laundry list, but he's doing it in like the super friendly way. Mm-hmm. And it's an awesome, again, an awesome little monologue from George went.
1: Yeah. Uh, so Roger sets up a ton of video cameras and stuff to to see the monster in action, and he can never capture it again. Uh, right about this time is when we get uh, another guest star, mm-hmm. uh, Billy the Big Mouth Bass. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's true. Yeah. Uh, I didn't the- know Billy went back that long. Nah. Like I thought. Felt- in, when I remember him was had to have been the mid nineties that had to have been the resurgence, right that had to have been like his second wave
1: oh well, I mean, I think that this probably you know this probably got him the gig you know to to go national makes sense this this was probably his big break, and then he just slowly rose and I then, could buy that you know by the time we kind of caught wind of him
0: was the mid nineties yeah, I'd buy that yeah uh George went when he leaves here he for a minute. You're like, "What the fuck is this douchebag doing?" cuz he steals his his phone book, his his address book,
2: mm-hmm.
0: right? I'm like, what a douchebag. This is he's like stealing something from his favorite author, right? Mm-hmm. That's what I thought at first. But no. Like its mother or some shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but what but what why'd he steal the the address book?
1: i'm assuming to call
0: the lady so he calls his wife and he's like genuinely concerned like this dude is off his fucking rocker he thinks shit's going down over there you need to uh be following up with him yeah and it was a nice humanitarian moment because this guy's went from being his favorite author and a god to like this guy (laughs) needs help he's this guy's went (laughs) here he is went. all right so he's got the video cameras and everything set up right he's got a harpoon gun Getting ready for the closet.
1: Yeah, he he invites George Went over, and he's like, "Hey, uh, there's a raccoon in my closet. I'm gonna open the door, and you're gonna shoot the raccoon, and don't let go." And so he opens the door, and it's not a raccoon. It's nope. like the fucking monster thing. Yes, kind of looks like a Tarmogoyf from. Magic the Gathering, but that's not a reference that anyone will get. Nope. So, uh, it, it like comes out and he's George Winch is like, uh, I don't know what to do now because that's not a raccoon. <laughs> All I'm going to do is just shit my pants. <laughs> uh, so, eventually he gets off a shot and immediately lets go. Uh, and it wraps around Roger's foot and he is dragged into uh vietnam
0: yes uh and we get big ben right
1: Mm -hmm. and this is where we see him dragged off
0: yes uh but i do we we don't get zombie big ben yet right this is just where we see this
1: literally shows up 15 minutes before the end yeah exactly
0: that's what i was gonna say i was like this doesn't add up but i think this is where we see him uh getting his final Mm -hmm. uh he gets ditched by roger cobb yeah um we he gets out of that and then we get another monster.
1: Right. We uh, we skipped over Lady coming, his wife, ex-wife coming over. Yep. And she's like, I'm worried about you. Uh, because he is being, he just shot the Marlin in the head. Mm-hmm. And he's being chased by tools. Floating tools. Yes. Which they are my, like... The moment with George Went is my favorite moment. Mm-hmm. But overall my favorite characters in this movie is the flying tools. Are the flying <laughs> tools.
0: They they for being flying tools, they have a personality, don't right. they? Like They totally have a personality.
1: <laughs> uh, I love that they're just they just like he opens the door and they're there. Yeah, just they're floating. just
0: they're just chilling. Like, hey, what's up? They're like Carl from Slingblade on uh, the other okay. side of that door. They will just wait.
1: Do you ever, you ever, you know, you watch, like, a martial arts movie, and there's, like, 20 dudes surrounding one guy, mm-hmm. and then they just, like, come at him one by one? Yes. And you're like, why are you doing that? These tools, they have the same idea. <laughs> so, uh, they're just, like, arguing amongst themselves, like, uh, shovel, are you going to go? Scythe? Who has a scythe? But why are you here? Whatever. Scythe, are you going to go? Fuck it, I'll go. And he, like, ducks under that thing. Uh, and then is it just runs by the other three, just like, hey, the three sharpest things, because the shovel came at me, three actually sharp things, I'm just going to run by you, around you to get out this door, I'm going to shut the door, oh, hi, ex-wife, uh, and she's like, why do you have a shotgun, and are out of breath, and he's like, for reasons... Uh, and she's just like, Okay, let me pick up the shotgun shell. Oh my god, I'm a monster. <laughs> yes.
0: Uh and she is uh a very large female monster. But she's fat. That I'm a horrible person because I had someone that worked for me and I tried to describe this movie and they didn't know what I was referencing, so I just drew up I pulled up a picture of this monster on my phone and it looked exactly like the woman that worked for me.
2: That's all right.
0: <laughs> I said it was horrible. Also accurate.
1: <laughs> yes. The, the slug from Monsters Inc. Uh,
0: yeah, that is kind of look really similar, doesn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so he ends up dispatching with her and uh, uh, removes various body parts from her. Uh, but in tr- of course, uh, in in this this is definitely where it starts getting goofier, right? Like yeah, this is the moment where it starts it's getting like, real It's like it was
1: like a weird horror movie that's like, oh, the special effects aren't great, but I see what they're going for. Yes. Into like, this is kind of
0: campy. This is kind of uh, this is almost a kids' movie. Yeah, it's it's very borderline. Like they needed, like they had too many. George, the George Went jokes are not kid jokes necessarily. Uh, yeah,
1: like like Desmond Tutu. <laughs> uh need to get a good desmond tutu reference but he's
0: there. like fighting with like a severed hand right and it's mm-hmm. the most plasticky severed hand that like you've ever seen yeah it's like the land before time puppets from pizza hut when you were a little kid
1: <laughs> it's the most fucking accurate fucking <laughs> reference <laughs> that no one should get but i totally get yes i totally 100 percent understand
0: that reference <laughs> good job thank you <laughs> that's weird right like pizza hut didn't they didn't have happy meals he got no. toys with so why was that such like a thing the
1: best thing pizza hut did was like book it
0: yeah and then but all of a sudden they're like la- oh land before time land before time toys do you know that the girl that played ducky Mm-hmm. She was a real. It was a ten year old girl that did the voice. She never got to see the movie because she was murdered by her father.
1: I think I knew something like that, but I didn't remember that it was actually that horrific. So mm-hmm. thanks for reminding. You're me. You're
0: welcome. <laughs> and her last meal was Pizza Hut.
1: I don't <laughs> that's know why that's, they did that. Did,
0: <laughs> it was all in her memory. They created these awful little rubber puppets. I feel like I can still smell them.
1: Yeah, they smelled great. The, the best, I think I've said this on the podcast before because I think there's nothing in my brain that I haven't put into the podcast. But the best smelling things ever, the, like the only good thing about growing up with uh, a girl in the house was My Little Ponies. Those things, fresh out of the box, smelled the greatest. That plastic off gassed right into my nose. And I'm sure it killed a ton of brain cells, but it smelled great. Uh,
0: so, I wrote down, it's a, an hour and 12 minutes when we meet our boss.
1: We haven't even finished off uh, Crazy Lady. Okay, sorry. Because, remember I always said the tools are my favorite character? Yes. They've been going after Roger for like 10 minutes mm-hmm. now, and he opens up the door, and there they are. He ducks. They cut off her head, and they're just like, "Cool, we're not animate anymore. We're your friends," and they don't come after him anymore. <laughs> uh, they're related. We're satisfied. It's we we got our house. we got our quenched. We our thirst for blood was quenched. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's all that really mattered. They needed something to die. They didn't care how it happened.
1: Yeah. Good. So then he buries it in the back. Okay. So he is he buries the head in the backyard. Yes. Then he drags the body out to the backyard. Accurate. Before even starting to dig the hole that he's going to put this very large, very obvious thing in he's in the middle of the day. He's
0: not buried a lot of monster ladies. I mean, this, he's a novice here.
1: So he goes out there and there's a fucking woman in his pool mm-hmm. who's like, hey, your uh, aunt let me swim here sometimes. Maybe we'll meet up sometime. And they don't, because she's never in the fucking show, like, movie again.
0: Mm-hmm. What? I... So- I feel like the house franchise is built on one draft and that's it. And the second movie uh, is great because of that. The first... The first movie I feel like could have used another run through uh but I love uh the second movie's uh total like dartboard writing <laughs> that it does it's
1: like fucking uh Inca Aztec rhymes <laughs> uh
0: yeah I don't have answers for why we don't see her again
1: <laughs> So uh he the hand starts trying to uh, get her, mm-hmm. and he puts a stop to it. And then she leaves, and he's like, "Aha! I have an axe. Fuck you, corpse that's still moving!" <laughs> and cuts her into a million pieces and buries <laughs> them piece by piece, each in their own hole in yes. the backyard.
0: Mm-hmm. That's how you do it. It's like a dog bearing a bone. Yeah, you can't do them together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we meet Ben. We don't meet Ben
1: until he goes to, he looks at the picture again, sees Jimmy or whatever in the picture. So then he's like, oh, the medicine cabinet is uh, some sort of weird portal. So I'm going to break the glass and go into the portal. I can't forget my shotgun. Oh shit! There's a demon bat thing. It just stole my shotgun. <laughs> I forgot about the demon bat it, thing. <laughs> like <laughs> fucking twirled it and sharpshootered my rope, so that I fall into Vietnam again. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I find my son, who has been captured by Charlie, and is in a uh, is in a cage that is very obviously chained shut. Mm-hmm. So I open it easily. <laughs> <laughs> and pull him out and uh, run for my life uh, get out open up the front door because there there I assume plenty of ways to exit this place but I'm going to take the one that is on the exact opposite side of where I just came through this portal from mm-hmm. so I'm going to take the front door and oh my god there's zombie bull
0: an hour and 12 <laughs> minutes into we, an
1: hour and 31 minute movie.
0: We meet our final boss. This is what presumably should be the villain. This is the Chucky of the movie. This is the Freddy Krueger of the movie. We meet in an hour and 12 minutes <laughs> and didn't know he existed until this The movie isn't called point.
1: Zombie Bowl. The movie is called <laughs> House. I don't care. The house is this the villain. This is
0: supposed to be the big boss.
1: He's supposed to, But he's supposed to be the final conjuration of the house. Uh, the house has conjured tools. It has conjured Billy the Big Mouth Marlin. But it has, it has been this thing. Like, supposed to be the one that stole thing? his
0: kid, right? So this is supposed to be about no, a, the house a, stole his kid. I don't think he's so. He's just seen it in Vietnam terms. I think Ben literally says, like, I took your kid. Yes, he is the house. I think Ben's Ben. <laughs> no, he's the house. <laughs> I think Ben's Ben.
1: Because he kills Ben and then Ben comes back. And he's like, and then he cuts off Roger's hand, but then his hand is fine because the house can't scare him anymore because he defeated
0: the house. I'm still angry that we don't meet Ben (laughs) until an hour and 12 minutes into the movie. And he, so traditionally when you do this, you hire uh, Robert England, especially uh, the very first movie, Uh, super thin guy, right? Doug Jones is like the most famous uh, creature actor working today Mm -hmm. because he's fucking thin and tiny, right? He's tiny. This is not a skinny dude. So he's supposed to be a a skeleton and zombified. He's not a fat guy, but you take an average dude and put layers of makeup and he's going to be even bigger. Mm -hmm. This is a huge skeleton with a huge fucking head that you can see the actor's teeth and mouth moving <laughs> underneath the appliances,
1: yeah, I thought it looked okay
0: it's i love I love seeing real rubber stuff.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's absurd that it is supposed to be a skeleton that is bigger than the average human. Yeah. People don't get bigger when they turn to skeletons.
1: Can I do the thing that I always do? Yes before we ever do this, the thing we forgot. Yeah. There's like a 10 or 15 minute chunk of this movie where he babysits a, a random kid yeah.
0: for no yes, reason. I forgot about the babysitting. She she come in like, she this woman shows up and is like, I don't know who you are. You're taking my kid. Yeah. He's like, really, I'm not a good time. I shouldn't be babysitting a child.
1: And she's like, okay, bye. Yeah. And he's like, I guess I have this kid
0: now. Let me bathe him. Let me bathe him i don't know why he has a kid why does he have a kid
1: because <laughs> the movie needs to be padded 90 minutes
0: just give it another creature dude why just would they give it more g- george went give it yes oh
1: uh and he defeats Ben. Yeah, the movie goes full-on happy ending they get the kid back uh turns out he didn't murder his ex-wife she shows up at the end mm-hmm. like and then uh My favorite part is, like, uh, I don't remember when it is. I think it's when he, like, breaks the glass and discovers the other side or something. Mm -hmm. But there's, like, it fucking, like, starts doing, like, 80s, like, ballad, like, diva ballads. I
0: have a note here that that said soundtrack is bizarre, but I didn't remember the details, so I didn't say it. So... I don't remember, but I had to agree with you because I wrote soundtrack is bizarre.
1: It's just like, it's like, this doesn't fit the movie at all. It's just like, it's like the movie turned on the radio, but nobody (laughs) actually in the movie turned
0: on the radio. I have to assume that Russ, when he was writing these notes, would agree with you because it definitely says soundtrack (laughs) is bizarre. This
1: song is like, okay, it's not we need a hero,
0: but it's like, it's (gasps) a thing like we need a hero. This Is the song by the singer in House 2. Boom. Okay. Tied them together.
1: Because it also goes over the credits. Uh, So it's like, that was weird, right? That was weird? And then, like, it stops and the movie starts again. And then two minutes later, it plays another different song. It's... But it's like, okay, we're doing this again. Cool.
0: I'm on. I'm on. I'm in. Let's do this. Uh, overall thoughts on House. Uh, I don't know. Like,
1: I don't know how to feel. I think it, it was fun. It, it, I don't know. It felt like it was trying to be a horror movie and then it stopped.
0: Yeah, it really felt like they were figuring things out. Neither one of these movies feel like somebody sat down read an entire script got stuff together to make an entire movie right it's like Like, no,
1: like it starts with an old woman hanging herself yes that's what I mean that's why
0: part of me so I definitely wish that I would have watched this as a kid I told you how scared I was of this cover Mm -hmm. as a as a 11 year old I would have loved this movie I totally
1: forgot about that cover that cover was amazing isn't it nothing to do with this movie zero (laughs) I want to see that movie. Yeah. doesn't That movie that, seems cool. Yes. That's uh, like, that's like the dark take on the Adams family. Basically. Yeah.
0: Um, but I so wish I would have seen this movie as a little kid. Cause I feel like you could totally have reverence for it. If you had watched this when you, a little too young and it's scary and it's a little bad, mm-hmm. uh, a little bad is in a little more than you're supposed to be seeing. Yeah. So that's why I force my children to watch it every day until they love it. <laughs> Um, so I don't have an idea for this segment and I didn't even realize it was a segment. It was just something I was going to want to talk about.
1: Okay.
0: And then I talked to somebody at work about it and they were like, what the fuck? So <laughs> what the fuck with Russ? Okay, baby. That's the segment. So, so here, what the, Russ. It's so, what the so, Russ. So here's, I don't
1: know what's happening, but I'm calling the segment "What the Russ. Okay. I,
0: li- I like, I like what the Russ. All right. So here's, here's my idea for the segment. So, uh, I saw something happen. I had a thought. I told the person the thought, and they were like, I did not see it going that way. Only you, Russ, could possibly turn that situation into this thought, okay? Okay. So here's my game, and I think what the Russ is perfect. I'm going to lay out my whole exposition, my story, my preface, Okay. and you have to guess where my conversations get like the conversation, my takeaway from this is okay. Okay. You with me so far? Yep. Okay. So, uh, neither one of us are particularly, uh, uh, we're definitely not bros. We're sure. not, uh, uh, I don't think we particularly ogle women all that often. We're not perverted. You know what I mean? We don't high Speak five. No, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it really, we do, we don't, we don't high five or whatever, like elbow each we're other privately perverted. Um, so, that's not what this is about, okay? <laughs> That's just the preface. That's So, uh, so I was at, at the store recently, and I saw a not unattractive woman with her husband and her young child. Okay. Young child threw a toy down, as they're known to do, uh, or something from the cart. Woman bent over to pick it up, okay? With you. Uh, and I noticed... And I saw this happening and I looked and uh, on the top portion of this woman's butt cheek that I was able to see from her bending down and having it exposed, Mm -hmm. I saw two rather large moles, not disgusting, but big enough that from 10 feet, 12 feet away, I could notice that there were two moles on her upper portion of her left butt cheek. Okay. Okay. That's the preface to what the Russ. Okay. You tell me now. Here's that's oh, the segment. Shit. Tell me where I'm going with this. What my thought is you've I've painted the picture. What is Russ's takeaway from this?
1: Oh, that that's like, oh, that's like not enough.
0: What conversation do I need to have right now?
1: I'm guessing it's not uh, in a warts. That's where my brain would go. Okay. If I'm trying to be funny. Okay. Uh, cause, you know, anal warts are hilarious. Uh, but they're usually, you know, anal and not buttle.
0: Mm-hmm. And I also said moles many times. Sure. Okay.
1: Yeah. But you could you know you could paint a picture. You can
0: go the the, the leap from mole to warts isn't huge, okay? Yeah.
1: Uh I don't know that I'm this. I liked the premise of this game until like, now we're here, and I'm just
0: like, I don't know, weird this the, vampire this the, bite marks? This I don't is know. the psychological equivalent of the DVD cover thing. You need to pitch me my thought.
1: I need to pitch, like, I...
0: But it's, like, completely blank. Yeah. Okay. What would you... Would you have any thoughts of this, if this is Justin?
1: Uh, I mean, what, did, what was the quality of the ass? It was... A six. Yeah.
0: Okay. It was fine. Yeah.
1: I mean, you know, sometimes you just got to be appreciative uh, when, you know, fate deals you a card like that. Okay. It's like, oh, that's nice. I I don't particularly think, like, (coughs) I'm certainly not disgusted by moles. I can't be because I have them. Mm -hmm. And that would be, like, hypocritical
0: of me. Sure. Uh, so you think I'm disgusted by them? That's where this went. Was, I don't know. Was like I I thought that that's there was how we could play more. this game.
1: I thought that there was going to be more. Okay. for me to to bite into, as it uh, were, for right. this game.
0: So so here's my thought after seeing this. Okay. I feel as though I am in an esteemed group, uh, a very limited number of people on Earth that know about these moles on that woman.
1: Okay, like. How many people you're, really you've, you're like you've entered in some sort of club?
0: Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. So okay. her husband presumably knows. Mm-hmm. She has, what's the average uh, sexual partners a woman in her thirties has had? Ten? Yeah, I would say like somewhere in like the, probably the seven to twelve range. Okay, so it's called ten. Ten works. So that's ten. Are we counting the husband as one of those? We should. Yeah. So that's ten. Presumably her parents, a few aunts. Uh, probably uh, uh, some girlfriends like mm-hmm. that they've they've grown up with. So there's speaking big. There's probably fifty people in the world.
1: I oh, just went from ten to fifty very quickly. No, no.
0: I added ants and people right. that would have changed her diaper. Uh, yeah. You know, and and maybe she was on the cheerleading squad or right. the the volleyball team. But
1: these could be recent moles. These don't have
0: to be it's from, true. From I'm birth I'm moles. aiming up here. I'm trying to make it a big sure. number. Most fifty people.
2: Yeah,
0: that just grew by one because old Russ knows about those. If you know what I'm saying, I don't even mean that. As you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, <laughs> know what I'm saying? I, I really. <laughs> I feel like I do know something about that lady that not a lot of other people know. Like, how many of her coworkers know about those moles? Right. I bet you not that many. Old Russ knows though. So it, it is literally intimate knowledge. It is intimate knowledge. Like, I feel like I got a little piece of of her. I don't mean that. (laughs) I can't talk about this without it sounding that way. And I don't mean that at all like that. Like, it's not sexual. Mm. It's more like the psychology of, like, who really knows? Like, like as a guy, you could probably run through the number of people that know what your penis looks like, right? Sure. Like, yeah. yeah. So, same thing. Yeah. I don't like this shirt either. Like, it's a night shirt. And it looks (laughs) like it's my I Give Blowjob t-shirts. I think, like... It's it's your
1: like, either I I give out blowjobs or I really like toaster strudels.
0: <laughs> I think it's a. I brushed my teeth in this shirt and it was a night <laughs> shirt and I didn't wash it in between, and I just yeah, uh, it's got semen stains all over the collar. That's what we're talking about, folks. Yep. Uh, so I don't feel like what the rust is going to be really <laughs> hard. I feel like I like the concept, but I need to set yeah, you up a little there, bit more. Y-
1: you need to like narrow
0: in a little bit i maybe. need oh i need to make it multiple choice yeah that could be that's what i need to do here i yeah. need to say I, I had this thought this thought i had Anna warts mm-hmm. i'm so repulsed i would make her get rid of those or i'm a member of an esteemed group that knows about these and then yeah. you would have to guess yeah that'll be the that, all right we've we've nailed you, down you the format away here yeah. yep let me delete these and we'll start over okay <laughs> okay uh house welcome t- to what the russ <laughs> house two house two synopsis uh it's this
1: movie about a house overall thoughts <laughs> um i don't i don't know i feel like we're gonna talk about this movie and then at the end you're gonna be like all right justin house or house two and it's gonna be one of the like hardest decisions <laughs> i've ever had to make on this show <laughs> and that's stupid <laughs> those are my thoughts on this movie
0: All right, let's dive in then i guess uh, so start us off. Uh, we start off in
1: the sixties and a woman hands, obviously her baby off to what is probably not a stranger and they go off with it. And it's very obvious that, uh, you know, I have to give my child away and then they go in to the house and are murdered by ghosts. <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah. Or a ghost. And they reference the skull. Yes. They reference the skull.
1: Uh, okay. And then immediately cut to, uh, 20, like 25 years later or whatever. Yes. And, uh, dude and his girlfriend, presumably. Yes. Come to this house and are like, hey, uh, like this is my family's house. Uh let's we're going to we're going to stay here and we're going to learn some things. Yes. And I'm going to go <laughs> We're going to go into a room and you're going to go off and do your thing in the corner. And I'm going to open up this uh picture book and I'm going to say aloud how each of these people are related to me (laughs) in this picture but not talking to you talking to no one (laughs) because you know what that's fun for me that's what i do in my spare time
0: (laughs) is this before or after uh the ironing board falls on somebody's head this This is is all before this is because we uh then we get because that's the first night yes uh dude's Buddy, who's supposed to be the comic relief of the movie, shows up to join them, right?
1: Mhm. Uh Well that happen that happens after the irony board. Um, so first night is he can't sleep.
0: It is the same guy,
1: yep. Yep. And it's like, Oh uh I hear a noise, uh, and we as the audience are like, It's a ghost. It's a ghost. There's a ghost. It's an irony
0: board, <laughs> falls on his head. Uh and then, and then it's like, Womp womp, my eye a clutch. So she gives him An ice pack, and it's the most stereotypical ice pack, and that's the question. Were were ice packs really a thing? Like, did people own ice packs? Do they own them, and I'm just not in that club?
1: Uh, My mom has owned several, and there are two. There is the blue one, and there is the white one with stars, and those are the only two that exist, (laughs) and those are the two you will ever, ever see.
0: Am I just not in that club? Like that? Does do they still exist? Yes, and I know you, they. You can exist, go down. You, know I
1: mean? you can go down to your local pharmacy, and go into like the first aid section, and there will be your selection of those two ice
0: packs. I don't. That's exactly the thing that I never, I never want to own. Like it is. It's like when people give me gifts for like the mm-hmm. kitchen, like the specialty thing that only slices eggs, like. Yeah. I will use a knife because I can use a knife for fucking anything. When I bonk my head with an ironing board, I will put ice in a towel because I can use a towel for fucking anything, Mm -hmm. including holding ice.
1: (laughs) Here's the thing. You are probably less than a decade away
0: from owning multiple ice bags. On episode 1000, (laughs) I'm going to be sitting here with an ice bag and you're going to be like, "Uh, (laughs) it was rough. An ironing board fell in my head.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: It's I can't wait for that. Episode yep. nine ninety nine. You, you're gonna, gonna
1: have you're gonna go to sleep with two with an ice bag under each knee, like taped to it.
0: Yep. That needs to be our first piece of merch. Like in episode <laughs> seven fifty, we finally come out with our feast person merch. Yeah. And feast it's piece good. De mer? <laughs> uh it's French. Oh, okay. <laughs> And, and it's that's be- why you didn't pronounce all the syllables. You just, <laughs> French, you
1: just you just start to read the word and you just stop. Up.
0: Well, you just put a pr- apostrophe at the end of them, and then it yeah. becomes French.
1: You just you're just like that's enough letters, and then you just end it with. Bleh.
0: <laughs> that's how you speak French, right? Yeah, it's like Pig Latin, mm-hmm. except sexy. Yeah, mm-hmm. you turned on It's right Pig now. Latin. That'll get you laid. Yes. Uh, so, Jonathan stark is his buddy who Mm -hmm. is the buddy of chris sarandon in fright night okay that guy so that's him
1: like everybody looks vaguely familiar in this movie yes like but i look them all up and i'm like oh well they got this person and it's like oh that's the person that's just like the girl in a bunch of different stuff yes oh that's the guy who's uh, the guy in a bunch of different stuff exactly it's not like oh that's it's like oh that's bill maher yeah like
0: this entire yeah. cast was it ended up being the movie that they all starred in that uh was that they turned into the buddies. I really botched that What
1: <laughs> okay is that thought still in your head because i want to hear it coherently. I- <laughs> because i have no idea what you just said
0: okay so you watch any movie and then there's mm-hmm. the supporting cast right sure and this is their solo <gasps> album this is the equivalent of their solo album okay. where they get to take the lead sure i said that better that time
1: they get to take the lead by joining an ensemble cast <laughs>
0: sure <laughs> you know what i mean yeah it still holds true they
1: get to take the lead by having a movie with no lead actors
0: <laughs> that's they their big not break by anyone because they're all together um so they uh what i don't i don't know his name i don't know these guys names
1: uh ma so oh, wait
0: uh jesse Jesse, yes, because he's got the same name as his and uncle. Charlie. Gramps, Charlie, yes. And one th-
1: time uh, drunk Rachel or whatever Deborah, one of those names.
0: That's some white girl name. <laughs> yes. so, so he Jesse, Calls her Chuck.
1: Calls him Chuck and he's like, don't call me Chuck.
0: So uh, Jesse is going through old photos mm-hmm. with Charlie and he shows him a picture of his grandfather, Uh, also named Jesse, Mm -hmm. Uh, his His great-great-grandfather. Great-great-grandfather. And and he's showing him a picture of him holding this crystal skull Mm -hmm. uh, and being stabbed by Indiana Jones. He's (laughs) holding the
1: crystal skull by, like, a pyramid, and then off to the side of the photo is an angry man.
0: (laughs) Slim. Angry man is slim yes. uh, and he's realizing, wait, this this skull looks similar to a skull on the cover of this, of this archaeological magazine, but it's not quite the same one. That means there must be another one. And they look at each other and like, we got to do it, right? We got to do it. Uh,
1: yeah, because he reads that this skull is a piece of shit, but there's rumored to be a skull filled with crystals. Yes that is like the most powerful thing in the world
0: so with no discussion they look at each other and basically say like you know what i'm thinking yeah i know let's go and they do some casual grave robbing we've talked about this before Mm -hmm. what the fuck just totally casual grave robbing (laughs) no planning they didn't even have to discuss it it was so obvious that they both were ready to grave rob because obviously he buried himself with it yeah okay okay so, so,
1: so they, to be fair, he probably did bury himself with it because he didn't die.
0: You're right. <laughs> so they de-bury him uh-huh. <laughs> and he comes to life and is a zombie.
1: I love Charlie in the scene. Yes. Because he, like, they just cut to them almost done and he's just like hanging over the side of the grave. Mm-hmm. Like, uh. uh. This is exhausting, uh, and then uh, they hit uh, paint dirt, and he like helps pull him up, and then he just tumbles onto another grave, and is like I'm gonna hang out here, you uh, have fun with your grandpa grave thing. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna chill.
0: Yes, uh, but his grandpa's alive
1: and choking him
0: and choking him and freaking the fuck out and his face is all like i know it might sound dumb to say it looks like a skull because that's what you would expect somebody that's been buried to look like Mm -hmm. a skull but it almost looks like a mask of a skull or something on him right like it's it's bedazzled yes (laughs)
1: yes bedazzled that's the proper term
0: uh and he's gonna kill him and they're like no don't do it it's me it's jesse I'm your great-great-grandson. And he's like, M- I'm Jesse. <laughs> you can't be Jesse. I'm Jesse. I'm Jesse. And he takes off because he's a zombie. <laughs> like that's going to be the rest of this podcast <laughs> is us <student> doing Graham's impressions. <laughs> zombie wearing a mask. Yeah. And it's amazing. He pulls it off and reveals that he's one of the apes from Planet of the Apes. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't he look like, like his? he's got white facial hair and exactly in exactly the same places as all the Planet of the Apes do? Like he looks like one of the orangutans from Planet of the Apes. think
1: he's Dr. Zayus.
0: He looks exactly, he looks like Zayus with a dye job. Like, <laughs> all right. uh, and immediately they befriend him and don't think it's at all weird that he is alive.
1: Yeah. Because, like, you don't know what this movie is, and then they're robbing a grave, and now it's weakened at Bernie's 2. <laughs> Like, how did this happen? How did we get here?
0: You have no idea where else we're going either. So this is, you seem so dumb at the end of this by being shocked that this is happening right now. Because this is totally the normal. Like, this is the most normal thing that happens in this movie. Uh, so they they take him home with them uh, and th- decide to keep him on the floor in the basement like an right. animal?
1: They just throw down a old mattress. <laughs> And he's like, uh,
0: I don't sleep. I'm dead. Uh. Let's go out. like, Yeah. And Charlie, who was bitching that he was tired, Mm -hmm. is all about it.
1: Yes. (laughs) And let's grandpa drive his fucking nice car.
0: Yes. And they drink and drive. Yes. Like I was looking at the Wikipedia. I didn't know
1: zombies could get drunk.
0: (laughs) Apparently zombies have livers. But here's the thing. So they get out. They get drunk. They get back. Uh. Maybe it's at this point, but you you said grandpa uh, was dead, so he didn't sleep. And I think he basically says that. But then he's like, why wouldn't you want to go out with me? And then he gets upset by realizing what he looks like. Like he's mm-hmm. just now figuring out that he really is dead. Yeah. I'm confused by that. He was
1: supposed to stay young.
0: When he came back? I don't know. Or when he died, he went backwards. I don't know. Because I feel like he was old when he died. Like,
1: the movie simultaneously wants him to say, he's dead, he's not dead, uh, he's the knight in the cave from The Last Crusade. Um, <laughs> like, you chose uh, poorly.
0: So basically, all you need to know, Gramps, good zombie. Yeah. Right? Good guy zombie. Good. Uh he is kind of a cantankerous dude too, because he's like simultaneously fascinated by things like the Kleenex box. Like, where mm-hmm. do all these Kleenexes come from? oh another one, another one, another one, another one. Where are they coming from? But then he's bitching about there not being anything on TV. Shouldn't he be still be fucking fascinated at this point by the TV? Yeah, you would think.
1: But he had to make his joke about about Ronald. All Reagan. these all these channels and nothing, and then his Ronald Reagan yes. joke. Uh, like, he's been watching television for two hours and all of a sudden knows who the fuck Ronald Reagan is. And
0: knows the word channels and stuff. Like, I yeah. still feel like he should be amazed, <laughs> even if he's not amazed by the TV anymore, by the things that they're talking about, right? Yeah. Like, if they're doing an advertisement for a shopping mall, shouldn't mm-hmm. he be fucking amazed by that? Yeah. Atari? Shouldn't he it's be like, It's like the really doing? huge uh,
1: general store. Yeah. But uh, a specialty store.
0: Uh. I I, it doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then this is a very, very, very important scene in that he sits and hangs out with Jesse and Charlie
1: mm-hmm.
0: and describes the Old West to them and describes how he was a fucking criminal, how he was a criminal. This is huge because we're supposed to be enamored by this, because obviously this is crucial that both of these characters decide this is the best story they've ever heard, and here, here's the weirder part: the filmmaking of this. They start to go into montage mode, where they're mm-hmm. changing the visuals of things. Right. But Gramp's story is continuing linearly. <laughs> for the first three quarters of this, he's just telling a story. Yeah. But it's in montage. Form. But obviously,
1: it's a four-hour story. Yes.
0: But it continues for us in real time. Mm-hmm. But then three-quarters of the way through, it starts being a regular montage where you get one-sentence clips, and they're getting drunker and drunker. Mm -hmm. It doesn't make any sense.
1: What in this movie, does? (laughs) I can't disagree. I can't. But I can tell you, what the fuck did you expect?
0: he's, he's, He's literally telling them a story about how he got shot in the shoulder at one point. He literally says like, and I got shot in the shoulder and then it, whoa, it montages to the next thing. But that was all the story that you got of that one story, right?
2: Yeah.
0: But we learned at the end, this had to have been the moment for Jesse and Charlie when they were like, this is the coolest fucking thing we've ever heard. We want to go live in the Old West. Mm -hmm. I don't understand. Gramps did not sell me on the Old West at this (laughs) point.
1: Who would want to live in the Old West? No one.
0: Charlie and 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 Jonathan Stark are the only two people that would want to live in the Old West.
1: Like you have green screen computers and banquet meals that cook in half an hour. Yes. Why would you want to go to
0: the Old West? I don't have answers, man. Like he's got beer flowing constantly and whiskey, right? <laughs> mhm. Like that was hard. It wasn't hard to come by necessarily, but it sure was. It's fucking easier now.
1: Apparently, it was really easy to rob a stagecoach. So,
0: <laughs> okay. So, that, uh, just very important to go through to make sure that you know, like, how amazing these stories were. Yeah,
1: one hundred percent. At the end of this movie, they turn into criminals, right? They don't not turn into criminals. Like that's that's what happens after the credits roll. Yeah,
0: that's what. Yeah, that's what was,
1: that's all they know about the Old West is yes. how to be a fucking criminal. Yeah,
0: exactly. Okay, And neither one of them are capable of doing it, especially Charlie. Charlie's sure. going to fuck this up and get himself killed the very first time they try to rob a stagecoach.
1: And Jesse has two bullets in him. <laughs> so
0: <laughs> uh, so there ends up being a party that Charlie had already planned. Right, It's a Halloween party. And this is perfect because that means Gramps can come out and Mm -hmm. and be around the normal humans. And get laid. And get laid. Uh, But little do we know that the skull has started to pulse and bring forth its magical power. Mm -hmm. And we get our very first creature. I always thought it was
1: like it was like a beacon yeah beacon's like a good yo word. i'm here yeah and people were like listening yeah. for it
0: it's because the uh so the 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 house i guess was built with ancient mayan uh rubble or mm-hmm. pieces of it well, right? he,
1: he gives a good exposition of time and space don't mean anything here yeah <laughs> okay mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. that's a weird thing to say grandpa yeah.
0: <laughs> all right it wasn't for me it was for let's, you let's, and then he points directly into the camera yeah It was for them folk. Mm.
1: What are you doing, Grandpa? There's nothing there.
0: Uh, So the great thing about House 1 is that you have, like, these creatures you couldn't come up with. This cool-ass plastic creature comes out of Mm -hmm. the closet, right? And they've already established time, place mean nothing in House 2. You could have anything in the world, right? So you can have any creature come out. So they go. With what for their very first creature to emerge from the jungle? A wrestler with a, some eye makeup. A professional wrestler from the 80s. Is <laughs> exactly what this dude looks like. You're exactly right. He's got uh, a little loincloth and some eye makeup. Mm-hmm. And that's supposed to be what they said was like a caveman?
1: Basically. He's from the Stone Age, but also there's dinosaurs. Yeah. <laughs> so he's from the Stone Age. Mm-hmm. There's dinosaurs. And he has, like, a steel sword.
0: Uh, I've been to the Creationist Museum in Kentucky. It all checks out. They were there at the same time. Okay. They proved it to me. Good to know. Okay. I have been there. It was awesome. In the worst way. Like, (laughs) let me preface. In the worst way possible. It was amazing. So
1: he steals the skull Mm -hmm. and runs into the jungle. Yes. Uh, And so they have to run in the jungle after him Mm -hmm. because Gramps can't. Yes. Because he got, like punched once or something (laughs) yes
0: by he's like by a professional wrestler to be fair
1: yeah
0: uh that's exactly like i I didn't look into it i really want to look he had to have just been a wrestler right
1: i I looked his imdb and it's like he's just like in stuff Mm -hmm. keen hodder was in this movie i don't remember where but i was like oh russell make fun of me for that oh he was somebody i don't know i don't know he wasn't that dude though
0: Hmm. no he definitely wasn't that guy he had to have been like the I think caterpillar dog or something. <laughs> <laughs> he was probably I th- just stunts. I think he might
1: have just been like one of the, the Incan Mayan Aztecs.
0: Uh, maybe. Sure. Um, So they chase after him, right? Right. They end up each getting a gun.
1: Charlie's like, I have this Uzi, mm-hmm. and you
0: get this little gun. Yeah. It's like a penis, he's, but tiny. He's like, uh, what am I going to do, light a cigar with it? Yeah. He's like, no, you idiot. You shoot somebody with it. Mm-hmm. It's the noisy cricket.
1: Yeah, Uh, except it's actually a lighter. Except,
0: yeah, that is a good payoff. It was a good payoff. It is. Uh, I was like,
1: oh, he can't get it done with the Uzi, so he's going to get it done with the tiny gun. Nope, it is a lighter.
0: uh, So they end up in the the jungle. Mm -hmm. There's a brontosaurus. Mm -hmm. They end up uh, chasing the skull down, and it gets stolen by a pterodactyl.
1: Well, first they uh, they get beat up by the wrestler, and he takes out his steel sword in the Stone Age and uh, is about to murder Charlie, Charlie when a giant naked mole rat
0: eats him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about the giant naked mole rat. Yeah. That did look cool. Yeah. I like the giant naked mole rat. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. Uh, yeah, he gets eaten for sure.
1: Yeah. And uh, so then they have the skull, and they're like, cool. I'm going to hold this up in the air in victory. And
0: that's when it gets stolen by a pterodactyl. Uh, to which it drops in its nest. Mm-hmm. So they have to climb the tallest tree ever right. in order to get it from the pterodactyl's nest.
1: And I like Charlie's uh, little word of encouragement there, which was, uh, don't worry, it's so high. If you fall, you'll die instantly. <laughs> and I'm just like, you know what? To that that That's a joke, but to me, that's somewhat comforting.
0: Yeah, it does help, doesn't it? Yeah, like that's why I'm not necessarily scared of flying, but I'm scared of being twenty feet up. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. If I go out of a plane, it's, like I'm going to break
1: something, and like it's going to suck. Yes, for like a while. Yes, and it's never going to be okay again.
0: No, if I fall it'll out of all, a plane, it'll, though, it'll, it'll, it'll all it'll be okay better, soon. but it'll
1: always be minorly fucked up.
0: Yes, uh, all true.
1: Yeah, but if I if I go down in a plane. You know what? I have like 20 seconds of falling in front of me. That's going to be scary as
0: shit. But then it's going to be fine. So now that we said that the skull that is filled with crystals, that is sort of a beacon and to bejeweled. other worlds, uh, is in a pterodactyl's nest. Mm-hmm. It's important to point out that I think the official credit for the writer of this movie was a Mad Libs puzzle. Like, <laughs> doesn't it seem like like... I don't know, fucking Aztec ninjas, yeah, pterodactyl, like, uh, caterpillar, dog. Okay, they
1: go into the jungle, and then uh, naked mole rat eats the guy. <laughs> but dude, this scene needs like ten more minutes. Oh shit, uh, fucking uh, pterodactyl. That's you're a fucking write genius. Mm-hmm. Shit writes itself.
0: Uh, he ends up being able to get to the skull, mm-hmm. but ends up falling. Yes. And doesn't die instantly. No. And this was cool this was a cool moment. I liked this. Mm-hmm. They hit the ground and remember they went through a room in the house to get to the jungle. Right. So what happens when he hits the ground? He falls through the floor into the basement and right. then he appears in the basement. That was cool. With the
1: baby pterodactyl. Yes. And a centipup. Centipup it is.
0: Mm hmm. Uh and it's adorable.
1: It's a little cute thing. My favorite my favorite thing in this is like uh Jesse goes down to see Gramps. Or maybe it was Charlie. I don't know. Somebody goes down to see Gramps and Gramps like is petting it and everything. Yeah. He's and then beer. he's like, All right, I'm done with you. You go you go run off and like you see the puppeteer have to like <laughs> turn his hand <laughs> to get it to like go
0: off. <laughs> I thought you were referencing when he was, like, pouring beer into a baby bottle to give to it. It was He's, that scene, but yeah. yeah. He's like, I know what you like. You're thirsty, aren't you? Oh, that's a good boy. Let me get you but some then he, beer. Like, he, pours, he pours half a beer
1: into this bottle, and then only lets him take, like, three. He only gets, like, three sips. <laughs> like, if, why, why didn't you just pour three sips of beer into the bottle? Why are you yanking the nipple away from this
0: little puppy. This thirsty beer puppy. Yeah. This beer thirsty puppy. Zombies uh, do not take good care of pets. They they really don't. mm uh, So at this point, Bill Maher has showed up. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> because that's a sentence that you should yeah. say. <laughs> Following so, Catapup. So
1: Charlie's girlfriend is a singer who sings and dances in her underwear mm-hmm. very loudly mm-hmm. so that Jesse's girlfriend hears. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, was that too loud? I'm sorry. She was singing her own thing. And she was like, oh, my God, that's her own thing? And they're like, yeah, maybe you should tell your record producer friend. And she's like, I will. <laughs> so Plan Bill was Maher shows perfect.
0: Up. Yes. And Bill Maher is that person and shows up. And, and is- obviously has a thing for Jesse's girlfriend. Of course. Uh, because he's a rec- record executive. Mm-hmm. But he shows up and obviously just takes an immediate dislike to Jesse. Uh, and they start going back and forth a little bit that that culminates with Jesse saying there's a pterodactyl in a cabinet and Bill Maher arguing that he wants to see that pterodactyl.
1: He wants his he well, Gramps gets there's pterodactyl in one cabinet and Gramps gets in the other one. Yes. And he's like, uh my great great grandfather who's been dead for seventy years is in there. And he's like, if he is, why don't you show it to us? Because I think it's your ex-girlfriend. And he opens it up, and ta-da, it's his Mm -hmm. ex-girlfriend. Because Gramps is like,
0: hey, there's a (laughs) trap door. It spins around. Whee! Uh, So you get Bill Maher, and Bill Maher, not known for his acting, doesn't do bad, but also just kind of walks around. That's all he does in Mm -hmm. this movie is just walk around. That's literally what he does.
1: Mm -hmm. Okay. He walks around, he talks to people. If he wasn't Bill Maher, we
0: would not have talked to it about this much at all. Uh, So The next great scene, though, they're all sitting down as a family to dinner? Yes. (laughs) So it's Gramps, zombie Gramps, Mm -hmm. Jesse, Charlie, uh, the pterodactyl...
1: (laughs) Wait, we skipped over the whole Incan Aztec. We've skipped over
0: Bill. Oh, we've skipped that, over everything. Right. Okay, no, the, I didn't. You're right. That's after. So, so let's go, okay. can we go ahead and fit? Okay, this is out of so, order. So,
1: okay, so they just get back from the jungle. Yes, where like a wrestler has come in, punched Gramps in the gut. Yes, taken the the skull and <laughs> yes. left. Mm-hmm. Then, uh, out of the fireplace three mayan aztec incas beat the shit out of grandpa ninjas they're also ninjas they beat the shit out of grandpa and i'm thinking is this what his fucking life was (laughs) ever since he found the skull just like every six hours (laughs) he he gets gets beat up by another random like
0: plane of existence yeah another random seemingly evil or nefarious character throughout history
1: it's like if you mash up Fight Club and that shitty show Sliders, like this is that the house is it.
0: Mm-hmm. Then you uh, get house two. Uh, so they end up taking the skull. Mm-hmm. Jesse and Charlie really need to deal with that. But Norm shows up from Cheers. Cliff shows up from yeah, Cheers. It was like Norm as George Went, right? Cliff shows I up never from Cheers. Cheers so. I didn't either. I never did. But I feel <laughs> like that's the most 80s show. Yeah. Like, I feel like if you were to choose one sitcom that represented the 80s, it would be Cheers. Oh, yeah. Seinfeld would be the 90s. Mm-hmm. Friends would be the 2000s. Sure. And I don't know about the two thousand six. Well, I
1: mean, Friends was mostly the 90s, right? I don't know. They only went to like 2003, 2004. I don't know. They did 10 seasons? Don't know. Yeah, because Friends started after Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. That's part of the reason they were so successful is they got the they got lead in from Seinfeld. Oh,
0: okay. I don't know. Not important. Nope. <laughs> anyway, you know what is important, huh? House two. Yes. So back to that. So so Cliff. Yes. I live in a play. I live in a pl-
1: in a reality <laughs> where you can say that sentence and it's factual.
0: <laughs> For this moment in time, it's accurate. Uh, So Cliff is the, from Cheers, is the electrician named Bill. Sorry, the piggy bank from Toy Story. The piggy bank from Toy Story is Bill the electrician Mm -hmm. and adventurer. Yes. (laughs) And he shows up, and he is the most buffoonish guy ever. Like They keep trying to kick him out, and he's like, he pulls off a lamp. He's talking about how he's seen everything. He pulls off this lamp and hits the light bulb with a screwdriver mm-hmm. fucking hard and shatters it. He's like, oh, must be an import. Yeah. He knocks
1: over an end table and a vase falls off and breaks. And he's like, don't worry about that. It didn't look that expensive. <laughs> it's- Which is like a double ouch, right? <laughs>
0: yes. <laughs> and he's wonderful. You broke my shit and you insulted it at the same time. And immediately you're like. Another cast member of Cheers is stealing this movie. Yes. It is wonderful. Uh, so he ends up dismissing them, and he's like, "I prefer to work alone." Yeah, get the fuck out of my way. Uh huh. And he finds a cord and just fucking starts yanking it for some reason. Because yep. that's what he does, tearing the shit out of this wall, mm-hmm. makes a hole and yeah. keeps going with this hole. And what does he find on the other side of this well, hole?
1: He, he he finds a hole and goes, "Huh." <laughs> and then you cut to. Jesse and Charlie, and they have
0: swords. Yes,
1: and they're gonna go in this into into this, uh, into this chimney. And he's like, "I I gotta fucking show you some things." And they're like, Uh, can you come back later? We yep. gotta do some shit." And he's like, "No, you need to see this." And there's a hole in the wall, and he's like, uh, "I think what you got here is uh alternate dimension."
0: Yeah, I've seen this before.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so then he takes
0: out his his uh, toolbox. And lifts up the top, and there's a sword underneath. You see this all the kind of all the time with my in my line of work. Yeah, like this is just another day for Bill, the electrician and adventurer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so now he's on an adventure with them. Yes, and he is a badass because he's like taking down these Aztec ninja warriors mm-hmm. right and left, and he is a fifty-year-old electrician. Mm-hmm. It's so yep. stupid. It's so stupid. It's great. Yeah. Like I, all right. So I love bill so much. I'm already writing in my head. We need to make a remake me movie that stars these scene stealing people that preferably have a, have a totally unique occupation. So you with me so far? Sure. So in this cast, so you have, uh, the Avengers, right? Yeah. And then you have mystery men. This is the Mystery Men, okay? We have Bill the Electrician Adventurer. Mm-hmm. We have George Went. Uh, what did George do? Neighbor. Professional neighbor. <laughs> yes. Professional neighbor. Yes. <laughs> we have the Barber from Child's Play 3. Okay. We have John Goodman from Arachnophobia. Mm-hmm. He's got to be the team captain, right? Yeah. Like,
1: he's... he's, he's he has the shit most together also leaves together but definitely most together
0: yeah uh i feel like we're on to something here we need to fill out this cast and maybe Mm -hmm. we need to come up with uh a group of of individuals for them to fight like maybe they're really on the same tide but they don't know they're on the same side like it's two super groups against each other for some reason Mm -hmm. but i think there's something here like i want to see them together like
1: when the justice league takes on the league of villains
0: yes i don't know what that means but yes (laughs) yes uh but I feel like there's something there. Like I feel like seeing Bill the Adventurer working with with uh, John Goodman as the exterminator. Mm-hmm. They would be a good team, right? Yeah, like you could trust them with some shit. Sure.
1: Yeah, I mean they've already both been in Monsters Inc. So
0: they were together. Yeah, it's like six.
1: John Ratzenberger is great for six degrees of Kevin Bacon because he's in every Pixar movie. So if you can link him. And now, so I've got a house two in, so yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, Because the cast of House Two is pretty deep.
1: Hey, uh, Charlie's girlfriend is in Pretty Woman mm-hmm. with all those people. Sure. So good. You could just be like, how do you hook? How do you hook up? Uh, um, Jason Alexander to Kevin Bacon? Well, you go through John Ratzenberger mm-hmm. via Pretty Woman. There you go. Uh, house two.
0: So they're able to, uh, so, so they 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 end up fighting their way in and they're looking down. They're getting ready to sacrifice this woman. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it's Charlie's like, is that a virgin? I've never seen one before. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, and they rescue her. Mm-hmm. And she is one of the people that are at their dinner that I tried she to reference earlier. She makes the dinner,
1: seemingly. <laughs> she doesn't speak any form of language or anything no she's she doesn't say a word presumably not from this time period the only language that she speaks is throwing shit at charlie
0: (laughs) uh yeah so i don't know how she knew how to use the oven but her charlie she's a a
1: woman she you know
0: jesse it's intuition gramps uh pterodactyl and catapup all sit down Centipup. Centipup all sit down to a delightful meal together. He
1: looks like a caterpillar, but said to pup is better. Sure. Uh, or cat, cata
0: I want a pupper to be watching this movie and they just have someone walk in during this dinner scene.
1: <laughs> Look, it's like, you know, like when you're watching a movie that is not at all like sexual and then there's tits. Yes. And then like, that's the moment your parents walk in. Yep. That from 12 to like infinity, that always sucks. Mm-hmm. Like you can be a grown ass man. Yes. If your mom walks in and there's boobs on the screen, that's embarrassing. Mm-hmm. You're absolutely right. Yeah. So this <laughs> this is like the equivalent of that. But it's if your friends walk in when this is happening, they're like, uh, "We need to talk." <laughs> I don't think we should hang out anymore. <laughs> Apparently, we have nothing in common, (laughs) and I'm realizing this now.
0: Uh, But the movie's not over. They could end the movie right now and be like, happily ever after. Where do we go from here after Aztec Mayan ninjas?
1: Well, this is where we're an hour and 12 minutes into the movie, and we have to show our big bad. Mm -hmm. So the ghost from the beginning of the film. Slim. Slim shows up how does he show up uh they're like well you know i were you know we didn't work that hard on it sorry it's not that great of a meal but i'm i still decided to put that in this like fancy thing with the lid that you lift up yep that i have no idea what it's called but you know exactly what i'm talking about when mm-hmm. i say those words and they lift up the fancy thing and there's a head and the head grows into a body <laughs> And Slim is standing on their table.
0: And shoots the zombie mortally? Mm hmm. Okay. But yep. well, luckily, he can also be killed by getting shot in the face by Jesse.
1: But, like, multiple times. His head has to get shot off. Yes. Which I love. Like, okay, if, like, fucking Wild West shit happens, it's nothing exciting. Uh, Jesse gets shot twice. Yeah. And is still, like, good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he uh, finally shoots uh, Slim in the head. Mm-hmm. And then he shoots him two more times to get it off. You know, do you remember, like, uh, at, like, the country fair, like, they would have that game where you got, like, the machine BB gun. Yeah. And you had to shoot the little star out of the paper. Yeah. Like, he shot the star out of the paper. He made sure he got it cleanly. Yeah. 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 So he got he. Shot it off in bits, but he finally got all the pieces of the head off. Uh, And then he goes back to Gramps, and Gramps is like, Did you shoot his head off?
0: (laughs) (laughs) As as Gramps
1: is on his deathbed. Because I know how this shit works, and you needed to do that, but I decided not to tell you that.
0: (laughs) Also, apparently it doesn't work for me, though, because my head is not shut off, but I'm also dying again. Yes. Permanently? And it didn't work with him
1: because his headless corpse comes back and shoots you. Yeah, I don't. Or shoots at you and accidentally shoots the cop, prompting all the cops to shoot him. Yes.
0: I don't understand that <laughs> at all. There's a lot I do understand about this movie. Mm-hmm. That's not one of them.
1: There's a lot you understand about this movie? I really
0: do. Mm, all right, then. I really do. Did you know there's a comic book for <laughs> this movie? Of course there is. It's That's all. It's like 75 cents plus shipping on eBay. <laughs>
1: How many copies do you own?
0: Zero. It's been, it's been on my watch list forever, but I keep being like, I'll get to it. There's tons of them. I'll get to it. And
1: <laughs> I'm too cheap to spend 75 cents right now. I
0: don't, I don't need it. I, uh, I don't need it.
1: You don't need it? What of these things do you need?
0: I'll let you know <laughs> later. I need my house f- for Blu-ray set <laughs> featuring.
1: You don't have the rest of the house movies on Blu-ray? No. Got to get those. Yeah. I've ar- I named my notes Houses. I've already decided <laughs> when we watch 3 and 4, it's going to be uh, more Houses. Mm-hmm. And then 5 and 6, even more
0: Houses. Nice. I like it.
1: I've already decided. Instead of that now, in three years when we watch th- 3 and 4, I'm not going to remember that. Oh. And I'll probably just call it Houses also.
0: <laughs> and then you're going to pull up those notes and start reading them again. Yeah. Uh, so He's dead. And we get our happy ending, which is Gramps on his deathbed told him, like, use this skull for whatever is going to make you happy. You can do anything that you want. You can have anything that you want. You can go to any time or place. With it is the, the, the skull. most
1: powerful thing that you know that we know
0: exists in this world or any other. Yes. Use it wisely. And what does Jesse do?
1: He buries him with it. <laughs> like he gives him a rock burial. By the way, they end up in the Old West. We said that earlier. Uh, Because they had to avoid the cops. This ending is either go into the Old West and live out your life there or go to jail for murder. (laughs)
0: Like, those are your two options. And they are thrilled about going to the Old West, though. Like, And that's why that. Scene is so important where he's telling them these awesome stories, like I feel like they're going to be sorely disappointed when one of their head gets blown off when they try to rob the stagecoach and it goes poorly.
1: I like that Jesse got shot twice, and like Charlie all he got was like hit over the head and not hanged, and yet he's in the back like he's in like in infirmed or something
0: No, I didn't get that at all. He's like casual, like Jesse's up there with his woman, he gets the girl. And Charlie's along for the ride. Like, his feet are propped up. Like, he's just hanging out back there with Cenepup. Hmm. I took it as, like, super casual. Like, excited. Like, he's... It's his retirement. Yeah. He's thrilled about it.
1: So they bury Gramps with rocks, and he uses the skull as one of the rocks to bury him with. Okay. And
0: then they had... You know... A horrible, shitty life.
1: Yes, they had a horrible life. Two of them died of dysentery. <laughs> Uh, and somebody picked up that skull and took over all the universes.
0: Yes. Worst, saddest ending ever Mm -hmm. to a movie.
1: (laughs) Whereas the first one had the most perfect, like, we are going to wrap this up and give you the happiest fucking happy ending we possibly can with the story we have laid out. Mm -hmm. And this one is just like, you think it's a happy ending, but if
0: you think about it for more than a second and a half, you realize, like, this is the dark dark future. And this is... Totally a kid's movie. Like, I wish I would have seen this when I was little. Like, yeah. I'm excited to show my kids this movie. This is,
1: like, the first one is a kid's movie, seemingly, but, the, like, there's a hanging in the beginning. Yeah. This one's a kid movie, but there's, like, debauchery and women in underwear in the beginning. Yeah. It's like they don't know their audience at all.
0: A lot of drinking?
1: Yeah. <laughs> a lot of drinking. And, and well, driving? We didn't talk about the first movie. Like, yeah, drinking and driving. We didn't talk about the first movie. George went, like, when, uh, when Roger goes into vietnam george went like his his go-to move is i'm just gonna drink all this whiskey
0: <laughs> i do love to so there's this there's a moment where one of the girlfriends like gets knocked out or whatever and gramps is knocked out at the same time and she's like waking up and she's like i need vicodin and he wakes up and he's like i need whiskey <laughs> like they're doing it simultaneously yeah yeah uh house or house to justin i feel like I liked house, right?
1: I I left last night. I watched these movies last night and I thought about it and I was like, hundred percent house. Like house two it just like it was fun, but it went too far. Like but now that we're we've talked about these movies, I think I enjoyed house two better.
0: I think I agree with you. (laughs) Like I I'm excited to watch these with my that movie specifically with my kids because it is so batshit and so random that as a kid you're just going to be like, "Holy shit! I can't believe I didn't see that coming." Not realizing there's no way you could see that coming. Like you think that movies are made by someone smarter than you, mm-hmm. <laughs> and you might be wrong about that yeah. as a child.
1: It's like when I went and saw Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles three. Yeah, it's like, oh, not everything made for me is good. <laughs>
0: uh some a life sad lesson. realizations next week next week next week we're diving in you ready yeah first movie next week <laughs> <laughs> all right <laughs> three years later
1: <laughs> house was spooky house two was weird house three is scary as hell and i like that they put them each in quotes even though it's a it's a film it's a long work of art you get italics not quotes quotes are for for shorter works of art uh they need to update their uh poster or whatever here uh this time we're not kidding it's house three (laughs) and the hand is back the hand is back is that is that supposed to be the like the big fat monster's hand like what is that that shit had rings this doesn't have rings like Like, the poster has a story. The posters of these movies have a storyline that's, like,
0: completely separate from actual house storylines. Yes, they do. (laughs) To be fair, at least it's different. That poster for House 2, if you remember, was the exact, like, just tweaked. Like, instead of being in the knob, it was right below it. Like
1: Well, it was trying to put in. The first one was trying to turn the knob. This one was trying to put in the key. Ridiculous. Second one was trying to put in the key.
0: Worst. It's, it was almost exactly the same thing.
1: Sure. Uh, I'm going to open up the Blu-ray to do, look at the other one. Do it. Because that one, is it's literally just a hand and a house. Okay. Uh, I see that guy who's in a bunch of movies with a gun. Uh, Lance Henriksen. Yes, that's his name. Yes, I knew that. Uh, there's a guy with a vagina in his chest. Um, and there is a man getting electrocuted but he also has a meat cleaver so they got to let him keep a souvenir as he was getting executed that's cool and there's random plumbing I don't know what that means there's just plumbing
0: okay so you were being told Justin Mm -hmm. we're making house three okay here's what you have to have Mm-hmm. Meat Cleaver, electrocution, plumbing. Lance Henriksen, go. Uh,
1: okay, so there's a house, right? Mm-hmm. And then stuff happens. Because <laughs> that's what all these fucking movies are. <laughs> like, the first one was like, it's a house and shit happens, and then they're like, okay, that one, that one did okay enough for us, so. We called the movie House. It wasn't really about the house. Shit, we burned the house at the end of that movie, didn't we? Fuck it. We're going to do a whole different movie with a different house, but it's going to be about the house. Yeah. There's a house and shit happens. And apparently this one is going to be like the old one was kind of about like the whole setting was the Old West, even though like only... Like a quarter of the movie is in the Old West. This one is going to be like prisony and exposed plumbing. Other than that, I have no
0: idea. Other than there's a house. End of thought. Justin's second movie next week.
1: All right, an all new adventure with a unique blend of suspense, humor, and drama that made the original House a worldwide favorite. They've already put too much effort into this, and I'm not appreciating it. <laughs> house 4, no colon, nothing. Like, 3. Okay, so House 2 was the second story. Yep. it's fantastic. Uh, this one says, this time we're not kidding. Which I think means, hey, we forgot we were making horror movies, so this one's going to be a horror movie. <laughs> this one is like, hey... Uh, we saw Poltergeist. That was cool. <laughs> what if we put like a silhouette of a girl in front of a window? That would be cool. All right. I'm looking at the alternate art. Uh, There's a house. Shocking. Uh, I don't recognize anything. Oh, here we oh. go. Instead of home sweet home, they crossed out sweet and wrote in deadly.
0: Nice, because deadly and sweet rhyme.
1: Oh, okay. This one has a nice colon. House four, the repossession. See, that's a fucking great title. Uh, Why
0: isn't that on the actual one? So to be fair, to lay it all out, I have not seen House Four. Oh, okay. So this is going to be new for Russ too. Uh, you said you didn't recognize anybody here. I've not seen this. I think that's Walter Cobb back, man. I think that's William Cat. Oh yeah so uh, roger cobb yeah what'd i say you said walter cobb sorry uh william cat roger cobb so uh,
1: technically on the on this dvd it does say house three the horror show so that which is which is not a house pun <laughs> and that makes me a little disappointed yes but the repossession is and i appreciate it i just wish they would have put it on this cover uh there's also no hand I'm i'm sad only the first three get the hand yeah that's that's disappointing.
0: Mm. Justin. What else you got for us?
1: Uh yeah, sure, do you got a pen? Oh.